You are live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar in studio. Thanks for joining us today. Got a great show for you. Uh, a little bit later, we'll uh, be talking uh, with some folks at uh, NordVPN about uh, VPNs, virtual private networks. And I know everyone's like, what? What, what, what is that? What is that? Yeah. Well, this is uh, a way for you to access uh, certain types of websites without the rest of the world knowing. Well, a lot of people, Mike, are familiar with getting U.S. Netflix in Canada. And the way to do that is through a VPN, a virtual private network. But we all know that Netflix is now clamping down on that. And they want to stop people from doing that. And they're not even apologetic about it. They're just saying, you know what? It violates our terms. We're going to cut this down. People have been doing this for years. I, I've been doing it for years. Uh, and so NordVPN is a subscription service that you can get to do that. But it looks like they are clamping down. So I'm really interested to see their perspective on that. Because at one point, you think that people are entitled to have a, a, a privacy online and, and where they're, you know, where they're, where they're basically accessing the internet. And this really masks it, makes it look like you're coming from the U.S. or any country for that matter. So it's going to be an interesting discussion. And, you know, I, I wonder at this point, though, uh, Andy, like, do we really need to do that anymore? There's a lot more choice available. You know, obviously there's cable still, uh, but we have other services. And in Canada, it's not bad. We've got uh, Show Me, and we also have Crave. And so... You know, I just think, you know, between if you were to sign up for all three of these streaming services like a Netflix, Show Me and Crave, you would have a lot of, a lot of that, shows to watch. There's like HBO. You can get the HBO app and be a subscription service to that to get um, that kind of content. So what what Nord is really saying is a lot of people because of Netflix, they're doing this. They, a lot of people are switching to YouTube Red. Yep. which is their subscription service. That's and not available in Canada yet. Yes. No. Amazon Prime, another another streaming service. So not, it's going to be interesting in interesting Canada. discussion to see uh, what their take is on, on the whole VPN service. Well, we will see. Mm-hmm. Uh, been talking about this over the past few weeks, bots. Um, Facebook had a big developers conference. Uh, they have one annually every year for all of their developers that make uh, different types of apps. Uh, and things for Facebooks. And the big message this year is that the bots are coming. And bots are uh, little pieces of software uh, that uh, can help monitor and help you do things uh, as as well. And so what they're trying to do is tie these these bots, kind of artificial intelligence, into Facebook's messaging platforms. And if you look at how big Facebook is now with messaging, it, it's outstanding. It It's huge. They send over 60 billion messages a day, or people do, through either Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp. Yeah. And do you remember when they bought WhatsApp for, I forget how much, like oh, 19 billion or yeah. something? And I was like, what the hell? Like, yeah. why would you buy another messaging platform when you already got your own? And why would you pay $19 billion? I get it now. Yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. When you have that much traffic on there, you're literally one of the biggest messaging companies in the world now. And with the bots this bot program that they're trying to do, uh, they could make a lot of money. And so the idea is that these bots can be programmed, uh, if you let them, uh, to monitor your chats with your friends. Again, you're giving up a bit of privacy, but they're going to be monitoring to see if you say key things like pizza or movie and say maybe you're talking about the new Batman Superman movie. Uh, A little bot can come in and say, hey, would you like some tickets to that? I can set you up tonight near your theater and we'll just charge it to your credit card that you have on file. 
Bots have been around for many years, but what the big difference is right now is that they can actually learn from what you're talking. The more you talk to a bot, the more it listens, the better it gets. I was listening, <laughs> unlike, unlike me, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when, when I was listening to a podcast recently, uh, and they were talking about bots and the evolution of bots, and what they found, especially in in like psychology and, and therapists, they have these bots where you could talk to the bot and say, "I'm having a bad day." The bot will be like. Oh, why are you having a bad day? And you keep talking to it and it keeps asking you questions like a therapist would. And what they found was the more you talk to the bot, the better it gets at understanding you. Even though people know they're talking to a robot, like a, just a, a bot, they still like talking to it. And they found um, there was this one uh, example about a teenage girl who was just couldn't stop chatting with this robot. But because it was listening and it was asking open-ended questions back to her, she just loved it. She's just talking. And even though she knew was, she was talking to a robot, she was still um, enthralled in it because she's like, no one's ever listened to me like this, even though it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a bot. And, and so – But how do you feel about it, Andy? Because the more we let these things into our lives, the more of our privacy we're giving up. Mm-hmm. Do you remember years ago when uh, Google let it be known that uh, they were actually monitoring the uh, the text in Gmail messages yeah. to serve up appropriate ads around you. Yeah. Everyone went crazy. Yeah. They're like, no, this is total invasion of privacy. A lot of people were upset. You know, now Facebook is doing it, and no one's no one's even no, saying no one's saying it. And you know why? Because we're so conditioned to give it up now. We think something like a service like Facebook is free, but yeah. it's not. You're giving away so much information. If you if you get engaged and you put on Facebook, I'm engaged, you know what's going to happen? You're going to get all these ads about photography and all these wedding kind of uh, ads because it understands you and, you. and we are giving that information for free. The bots are just another evolution of that information because as long as we share that information, these bots are going to listen and then probably you know cater to ads. But how do you feel about it? I think it's inevitable. So um, you've you've given up. <laughs> I'm kind of like you. I'm kind of like you. You know, you used to say uh, privacy is dead. It's gone. It's yeah. over. So maybe maybe I'm a little jaded. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> we give this information away. Uh, so what 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 can we do? What can we do? Well, they make it difficult to turn it off in a lot of cases. You know, you, do you have any friends who are like, "That's it, I'm off Facebook." And I've they, got a few now. And that they are, delete their account and yeah. then they come back after. Yeah, like, I've got a few that have done this, yeah. but they come back. They, they all come, come back. back. Yeah, it, it's a funny thing on Facebook uh, right now. That something that's been driving me crazy for the past couple of years. People post crazy things all the time. Yes. Um, and you know what drives me really crazy are the people that post like these quotes from famous people. Yes. And I'm telling you, like. Half the time, completely wrong. That person never says it, <laughs> and and yeah. they don't they don't do like just the minute amount yeah. of fact checking or homework just to maybe do a quick Google search. Hey, did Winston Churchill actually say that? Yes. No. Yeah. So you know what I'm doing, and I hate myself for this, but when I see those quotes now, I do a quick Google check, and I'm telling you, most of the time it's wrong, and I just write in the comment section, "Nope, Winston never said that." And you get unfriended. (laughs) (laughs) I've had had four people unfriend me now. Oh, that's funny. I know. I'm not going to have any friends left. 
No, but like that's the thing. The way that Facebook works is it requires us to share information. And what even Facebook found was a lot of people. Remember a couple of years ago, like they they realized that people weren't posting enough, so they were using apps like Spotify or say SoundCloud. And they're like, "We'll post for you. We'll tell you what you're listening to." Remember, you were bugging me. Oh, I know, because I'm friends with you on Facebook, yeah. and. I would be getting all the songs you're listening to. And, and some of them were kind of crazy. They're, they're obscure genres. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I like to listen to really cheesy, new age 80s music. So guys yeah. who are trying to create 80s music now yeah. that you would have seen in a real B-movie like yeah, driving so scene. I, I knew never to let you use my car stereo when we're driving. <laughs> yes. And, and I didn't know that Facebook was posting that. Oh, I know. Um, so I had to go into the setting. And it's... It's really hard. Oh, you got to be. It's really hard. Yeah, you got to be We're clever. tech guys, and I can't figure out the settings for Facebook. It's it's difficult. So, but it's the same. The it's the same when you like anything. Like, say you like a post. Maybe uh, there was a sponsored post from Coca Cola, and it was a clever little thing, and you like it. You know, from that point forward, Coke is advertising to yeah. all your friends that Mike likes Coke. There was a guy. I another podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts. He basically created a Facebook profile and liked everything he saw on Facebook. <laughs> Just to see, because it's algorithms. Yeah. It's algorithms that are basically um, determining, like you know, what you see. So he's like, everything that comes up on Facebook, I'm going to like. And it was a kind of a social experiment, and it was really amazing of what happens if you like everything on Facebook because oh my you're 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 playing with these algorithms. Yeah. And uh, he got a lot of ads, basically. <laughs> <laughs> An ad full world. We're gonna have to take a break. When we come back, we'll be talking about VPNs. Basically, hiding where you're from online. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. One year. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. We're broadcasting live across Canada on the Chorus Radio Network. You can also listen to us online at cknw.com uh, or download the Chorus Radio app. Great way to listen while you're on the go. We're going to talk VPNs, virtual private networks, to uh, help uh, us through this. Uh, we've got Jody Myers on the line. She is uh, with NordVPN. Thanks for joining us today, Jody. Uh, hi there. Uh, so, for our listeners, I, I think uh, a few people know what uh, VPNs are, virtual private networks, but uh, explain to our listeners in, in layman's terms uh, what that's all about. So, essentially, what a virtual private network does is it secures your internet connection while connecting from your device to the internet. So it, it encrypts all the data um, by rerouting it or tunneling it uh, through one of um, our servers. So essentially we have servers all around the world, uh, 47 or so countries, and when you connect through, uh, to NordVPN, your IP address um, gets encrypted and ciphered, and uh, it appears um, as if you are in another country when you choose another server. I don't know if that's no, no, that's uh, no, that's that's good. That was great. Um, why? What uses are there for VPNs? Why? Why would someone want to have that service? So there are quite a few um, uses for it. Um, primarily, it is for a security and anonymity online. Um, it has um, a lot of sort of side uses um, that people have uh, applied it um, um, because VPNs uh, used to be primarily as these secure networks for business to business. So if someone who was working remotely, they could connect 
through an encrypted network, uh, through a secure line to a bigger network. But for for sort of home use, a lot of internet users are using it um, to stay anonymous online. Um, A lot of them uh, who have internet restrictions in countries where they live, they use it for um, accessing uh, communication that we're all accustomed to, Facebook, Twitter, uh, in some countries those are blocked. So by connecting through a VPN, you could bypass those um, censorship restrictions. Um, as, as well, there um, a lot of people access uh, popular streaming services um, such as Hulu or, or, or Netflix or SoundCloud. Uh, um, but again, primarily it is to secure your uh, your internet connection. So when you're uh, on Wi-Fi network, um, it's really essential that you use a VPN because those are primarily open networks. They're unsecured and someone who is in a cafe with you on the free Wi-Fi, they could be snooping your data. And if you have a VPN on, it encrypts all of your data, so you become anonymous and... Um, invisible. You know, invisible, exactly. Yeah. Um, Jody, Andy here. Are VPNs legal? Like, what's the legality of it? Is it complete legal, or is it kind of like a gray area? No, they're, again, they're definitely legal um, because of all the uses it has. Um, uh, by, I mean, no one does or should uh, discourage anybody from securing their on- online data. This, when you're, say, doing online banking, and uh, we know that in, in North America, the hacking of uh, private data when, uh, and, and just hacking into financial services online is skyrocketing. So if, if someone is securing their connection while they're filing their taxes, that's uh, a great thing. Um, so definitely they, they, are, they are legal and for what they're in, intended to be used for. Yeah, it's it's interesting here in, in Canada. Um, you know, we, we do have a lot of people using uh, VPNs to get uh, like the American version of of Netflix, for example, and, and some of the other streaming services, and, and you know even one of uh, the CEOs or, or sorry the presidents of one of our big media companies here, Bell Media, uh, they uh, you know yeah. she said basically that VPNs uh, using them uh, to skirt uh, copyright rules is stealing. Yeah, I, I, I uh, I'm familiar with with, the, with that comment, and um, uh, uh, we at NordVPN. Uh, focus more on uh, sort of when we hear statements like that, we think the discussion is uh, sort of focusing on the wrong thing. It's just uh, anybody who discourages to use a VPN while using Netflix or, or anything online, they're discouraging people to of being secure online. Um, and uh, it, it's just they're talking about copyright uh, restrictions Whereas uh, as people move away from Netflix, um, there's always an alternative. They can go to downloading. Uh, the, the recent sort of crackdown on VPN used to access um, Netflix, um, it, 
it's essentially uh, people what's happened from, from from what we see from our customer comments it's um just discouraging users to use netflix they they choose privacy but uh, sometimes um us customers who who travel uh if they want to connect to their us netflix um they're they're discouraged to do so or they they're encouraged to choose you know an entertainment or your security so uh, that's our position is um more so not to discourage anybody to stay secure online for what whatever other alternative um uses they they might be using a VPN for Jody I want to thank you uh, for your time today where can people find out more information about Nord VPN Visit nordvpn.com. Oh, that was easy. <laughs> and, and just quickly, how much is it for the service? Um, we've, we've tried to convert it. It's like for the price of two copies, uh, coffees a month. Okay, and they can obviously find out more information uh, online there. Andy, I'm going to open up the phone lines now. We'll take uh, any tech calls or questions, uh, and we'll also tell you about the contest when we come back from the break. It's pretty cool. The phone numbers uh, here on Get Connected, going open line, 604-280-9898. If you're phoning anywhere else in North America, we've got the toll-free number, 1-877-399-9898. We'll take any of your tech calls or questions. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network, back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar. We're going to go open line, taking any tech calls or questions. We just talked about uh, VPNs. Basically, uh, using uh, that service, that type of service to access uh, other countries' streaming services like American Netflix. Uh, if, uh, wouldn't mind hearing from some of the folks out there. Have you been doing that? Have you been cut off? Because I know Netflix has been clamping down on it. And they're so unapologetic about it. They they're basically saying that violates our terms of service. Um, and so now they're really going after the popular VPNs. There was one that I use called Ola. H-O-L-A. It was a free one, too. Yeah. A little little plug-in you put in your browser, and you can get U.S. Netflix. Used it for a, a long time, but uh, they've clamped down. And um, I would love to listen to people, if they can still get U.S. Netflix, how they're doing it, what are they using. Uh, we would love to hear from you. 604-280-9898. And if you're phoning uh, long distance, we've got a toll-free number, 1-877-399-9898. Andy, at a certain point, I have to start asking, like, is it even worth it? Like, if you're spending uh, ten bucks a month uh, for a VPN service so that you can access some of these other countries, um, is it worth it? Like, because I, well, I can I can pick up Netflix here in Canada, and then I can get like Show Me or Crave, which are uh, you know competing streaming services. Pick up one of those for like another ten bucks a month, and I've got a pretty good package of content. Or or you could be like me and use the uh, XBMC uh, platform to get all that stuff for free. Yeah. I get it. That's the geeky. You're, you're that's the geeky, geeky nerdy that's, guy. That's and, the and geeky most people way. aren't going to do that. Yeah. Right. But I knew that this was popular because my dad is the most non-techie guy that I know. And he came up to me one day. He's like, hey, uh, I heard you can get a U.S. Netflix in Canada. And I was like, wow, you know about that, too? That, that's when I realized that it's a very popular thing in, in Canada to get the U.S. Netflix because there's some shows that we just can't get here. Still, the amount of trouble to go through. It's good. It's good trouble, you know. You you, you make it's that you trouble. make you make that effort, and then you get to all that beautiful content after. Wouldn't mind hearing from the listeners about this six zero four two eight zero nine eight nine eight. We're going to jump here to Percy. Hi, Percy. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Uh, well, you know, just for the record, I I did have that U.S. Netflix, but I, I 
don't watch a lot of TV, but yeah, it's a bit of a hassle to set it up. But once it's set up, you just sort of forget it. You know, it just yeah. goes on your credit card every month and you forget it. But I have a question for you regarding VPN. And, and it's always sort of bugged me. I, I, you know, not a real super tech guy, but I, I, I guess I, I imagine that your internet connection ends up going to this server somewhere in, you know, who knows, Afghanistan. I don't know where, wherever they are. And then, and then, but from that point on, let's say you're paying for a really high speed connection. Are, are they connected to a high speed connection? Or are they going to, are you going to end up throttled back before you get on and off the internet? Because you're, you have no control over what their connection is. How do you know if it's really fast? What if, what if you're, you know, got one of these ultra fast Novus connections at 200 megabytes? What if they're just connected at three megabytes? Is, is that a factor or, or how does that work? That is an excellent question. My, from my, I, I, to be honest, I don't know the answer to that. But from my experiences of using VPNs, I've noticed a little bit slower. I don't know, Mike. Have it, you ever it, had that? Yeah, I. It does. There, there's some cases where it is going to affect the because speed. There's no basically question. what's happening is that internet connection that you have here in Canada is now routing. Like, say you're getting U.S. Netflix, it is routing to a server on U.S. territory, and then from there accessing the internet. So. You're you're basically putting another layer on that, and I think I think just from my experiences that it does slow it down, um, but that is an inherent thing when you're trying to just go to another server. Yeah, there's there's a lot of factors involved. You're right, Andy. Uh, one, how far away is the other uh, server that you're accessing? Like if you're going from China to New York, yeah, yeah, there's going to be some some delay there. Uh, also, the VPN load, the server load uh, yeah. of the server that you're using to to do this. Uh, you know, are you using one of these free services? If so, there's probably the a lot free of ones are slow. Yeah, yeah. The, free, the free ones are going to be slower because a lot of people are using it, and there's no real big incentive for the people providing the service to add more servers. Uh, so, you know, I find when you do pay for the service, yes, it's going to be a lot faster than the free ones. There's no question. And then, you know, you'll always want to try to find the, the closest uh, server location to you as well. Yeah. So, I, I do think it does slow it down. Uh, you're not going to get the same speed. Just by virtue of going through another server in the U.S. and then you're masking your IP, basically. You're getting a U.S. IP, which allows you to get the U.S. Netflix. going to jump here to Mike. Hey, Mike. Hi. Um, just a quick question, kind of related to this, uh, you, what you're talking about. Is there any way, like Google, when you, when you do searches in Google, they track your searches. Yeah. Are there any search engines out there you can use that, that uh, don't track your searches? Well, the the way that it works, Google is very localized. So what they've done is if you are looking, say, for a restaurant, it knows that you're in Canada or you might, might know you're in Vancouver or in Calgary. And it will basically put um, ads that are localized first. There is a way to, to basically make a more generic. And that's how Google really started. It was a, a generic search. Um, but it, it is using your IP to, to search that. Um, I don't. I think there is a setting in inside the browser that you can switch to make it more of a generic, like just give me whatever's on the internet kind of search, not localized. But uh, the way that Google has worked, and they found that people want, especially on their smartphones when they're looking for, say, a, a coffee shop, they're not going to give you coffee shops all around the world. They're going to do the ones that are are near you, and uh, there should be a way inside the settings to to take that away. But uh, Inherently, that's the way that it's working. I don't know about the other search engines like Bing, or 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 or, or what, you know, like Yahoo and stuff. But uh, that's basically how it works. 
yeah, there there are a few search engines out there um, that uh, say they offer private search uh, results. Uh, one's called, uh, believe it or not, DuckDuckGo. Really? Yeah. Uh, another one, uh, Private Lee, is another uh, private search engine that doesn't use cookies or anything to track uh, your searches. Uh, and another one uh, is called Start Page by uh, iXQuick. But how good are those search engines compared to to Google? Well, Google's the best. There's no there's no question. It's funny how like um, Microsoft has been really trying to push Bing. I saw a couple of shows where they were like, they obviously it was a sponsored thing where they're like, let's Bing it. <laughs> they're trying so to use it. Google, yeah, yeah, because they're trying to get it become a verb. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't think a lot of people are using Bing, uh, but it is if you use the uh, new um, browser from from Microsoft, the Edge browser. Yeah, it comes with Bing pre-installed as the uh, the default search engine. We're going to have to take a quick break here. When we come back, more of your questions here on uh, the Get Connected Tech Show, 604-280-9898. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here. We're taking calls. We're open line, 604-280-9898. Before we uh, get to Ryan, who's waiting patiently on the line, Andy, the contest. Well, we were talking with the folks over at NordVPN about a virtual private network if you want to be completely anonymous when you're online. Well, we're going to give away a one-year subscription to NordVPN. So if you want to – well, I don't know if I don't know if you can access uh, Netflix, U.S. Netflix anymore because they're clamping down. But if you want to access services like Hulu, which is unavailable in Canada, you can with a one-year subscription to NordVPN. All you got to do is go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com, to enter and win a one-year subscription to NordVPN, a virtual private network. Going to jump back here to the phone lines. We got Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hi there. It's a uh, small mistake. It's Brian with a B. Oh, That's sorry. Cool. <laughs> okay. Two quick questions. Um, having a cell phone, I have an Android. Should, doesn't I guess it doesn't matter what kind. But the should I have an antivirus program uh, or app on my cell phone where I know I automatically have it on my home computers? Yeah, there are some uh, anti-malware programs out there. I think AVG is a yeah. very popular one uh, yeah. that not only will monitor your, your home stuff, but will also help look out uh, on your Android phone uh, okay. as well. So um, is it just important to have one? Like, do you have one on your cell phone? I, I don't. I have an iPhone, uh, so it's not as big a, an issue. Uh, it's more of an issue on the uh, the Android side well, right now. the way that it, the hackers work, um, you've got to fish where the fish are. And if people are more people are using their cell phones, their smartphones to access the internet, that's where they're going to try to give you the malware. In terms of Google and, and iOS, Mike and I always have this debate. The thing about uh, the Google App Store is that more apps can get approved. Apple is very picky about what apps can get approved. Yeah. So on the Google side, you can actually, and this is what the hackers usually do, is try to infiltrate inside apps. So for a long time, they would have these free flashlight apps. Right. And and you would get them and you're like, oh, great, I got like a flashlight. But the, the way that it works is, you know, like you download an app, it goes, it wants permission to look at your contacts. It wants your sure, location. And you would me, just, yes. and people just select, select, select. Well, these, yeah. these uh, free apps would, would do stuff that you would just basically uh, adhere to. And then it would take your information and, and basically infiltrate your phone. So that's usually what happens. AVG does have a mobile version of AVG for Android, and I definitely recommend you try that if okay. you're concerned about uh, 
about uh, antivirus and you just want to protect your phone just, because all, all these women are chasing me. They're telling me they're within three miles. So could I? <laughs> I have that problem too, no, Brian. Okay, so we're right on. We understand that one. Okay, the second <laughs> quick question is: I have a, I'm I'm a klutzy person, as people go, and I often will not close my phone. Or I mean, my I'm using my Android. And I put it in my pocket, and the next thing I pulled my phone up, like in a minute or two, or what happened yesterday, um, up came a Stingray music playing when I was in front of a customer. All of a sudden, I walked in the office, and, I, and the music started to play whatever I had on. What, what phone do you have? I have a, but it's not just this phone. I've had many phones. I have a Samsung Note 5. Yeah. Okay. But what, what I'm saying is, is that I understand that if I haven't closed it, and I've just put it in my pocket, so therefore it's in contact with my leg, that I, something could happen where my, my, uh, it would call up a, an app on the screen. But in that case, when, if it did it, it would have to do two or three other things. Like it, it would have to call up the, the uh, Stingray music, and then it, would, it asks you then, where do I want to go? My history, uh, my music, or recommended, or top 100. This is just one example. of It's, it's all apps. It doesn't happen all the time, but I'm saying, how did it ever get? I, go, I get websites that when I pull out of my pocket, I said, where would I ever go, get, go to? I would have no interest in finding a, how, to, how to curl my hair, but all of a sudden, I've got, an, I've got a website that's telling me how to do that. Is it because I've just been too sloppy or too forgetful and not turning off my phone when I put it in the I don't mean turn it off. I mean, turn the, go, just get a black screen. Or just, can it just happen for another reason? Some crazy stuff happening in your pants there, bro. <laughs> I could, we could continue, but this blame, is... Blame your thigh. You'll get connected. Uh, yeah, you know, I always, before I put uh, my phone in my pocket, I, I turn it off. Just, you know, quickly hitting the power button, which just basically puts it in kind of the sleep mode. So uh, I don't know if something else is happening inside your pocket that's activating the screen again there. Uh, if it's a huge problem, I would look at getting a, a case that has... Uh, you know the uh, flap, the flap that yeah. basically covers the screen. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like it is an issue with you, uh, and hopefully that was good music playing in front of your customer. I don't know, <laughs> uh, but it can happen. Yeah, and the the simple thing is to basically just uh, put a, a passcode on it so that every time you unlock it, the Note Five doesn't have the Touch ID, so you're not going to be able to use your fingerprint. But you could just make a, a security code so that it won't happen when you put your phone into your pocket. I would get a case with a flap that yeah. will solve most of your uh, your issues. We are going to have to take a break, but we're excited. Christina is back from uh, who knows where uh, with App of the Week. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by Lennon Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network, back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here in studio. We've got a bit of time left, and Christina is back in the studio. Where were you? You've been gone for a few weeks. I know. I've been busy. Apparently. You got a good <laughs> app for us? I do, yes. It's called Billy. Billy. Okay. What does Billy do? Um, so Billy is an app that lets you uh, enter in all your subscriptions and bills and things like that so that you can get an overall view of when things are going out of your account, when oh. bills are due, et cetera, et cetera. It's great because now we have all these subscription-based services like Netflix and Spotify, and it gets a little bit tricky to keep track of everything that's coming out of your account all the time. You know, you're right. I, I was just thinking about that the other day. There's a couple of subscription services that I'm still subscribing to that I'm not really using anymore. So yep. they kind of pop up in my brain. And I'm like, oh, I got to I gotta cancel that today. And then you forget. And then I forget. And it just, thank you, you just reminded me again. Yeah, you're welcome. But if I had <laughs> Billy. Yeah, it would remind you that that's coming out of your account. So you should probably cancel it if you're not using it. 
And how much does this cost and, and what's it, uh, who's it for? Well, it's for uh, iPhone users. Okay. Um, it is free initially, um, but you can only add four subscriptions with the free model, um, which obviously... <laughs> and then Billy becomes another subscription? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. It's a $1 in-app purchase for the unlimited version. Oh, a buck. Yeah. That's it's not a big deal. Nothing. How long does that buck last? Like a year? No. Forever? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. Do you have a lot of subscriptions, Amy? Um, no. No, because you try to get everything free. I do, yeah. but I, I try to play you nice. weirdo nerd I do have actor. Netflix, so... Do you? Yeah, well, well, I, I, I do subscribe to Netflix, but uh, it's funny. I I was just... I was at a party yesterday, and I was, like, playing music, and I realized that I just jump around all through all the different types of uh, platforms. So yeah. I was jumping from YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud... And I was like, wow, I'm kind of like all over the place, even though Spotify is a subscription service that I have. I got it through my carrier, though, uh, Fido. They, when I did, I did a too. new, did you get that two-year thing? Yeah. 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 So it's, it's funny because now that I have a paid version of Spotify, I don't think I can go back to the free. So they got me. I know after two years, I'm going to end up yeah. paying for it. Spotify is pretty good. Spotify is great. I, every other streaming service I've been using has died. Yes. Radio, dead. Well, I've been making like my own playlists on Spotify, yeah. and so what I do is I listen to playlists, and then I make my own playlist from playlists, and um, I, I really like it. I've gotten really used to it's it. It's funny. So I get Spotify free. Well, is it free? I'm paying for it one way or another. Yeah. But I also subscribe to Apple Music now as well. I've got so many of these crazy subscription accounts. i got to look at it. Well, we were talking about that, you know, with the whole skinny package, and we're saying that, you know, people think for they're going to pay. Yeah. But you're just going to pay more for these subscription services. Know, so you're still going to end up paying the same amount. It's just going to different places. That's all. Uh, but it's uh, it, it's the new model, and uh, and a lot of people are using it. And they're, they're smart. Spotify, like, they'll, they'll give you, like, a free trial. They get you hooked, and then you just can't go back to the, the free commercial uh, version. I think we got distracted there. Billy, yes. available for the iPhone and, and, and iPad. Yep, that's right. And you'll be back next week? Uh, if you're nice to me. Uh, okay. <laughs> Could go either way. Yeah, we don't know about that. <laughs> want to thank uh, all the folks that helped put the show together. Handy Barar, my co-host and producer. Christina, of course, for coming in. And the rest of the folks back at the office. Wes, Sherry, Paul Gill, Yolanda. It's Mike and Andy. Christina logging off. We'll see you again next time. <laughs>